Hello and welcome to the debrief uh, on the 15th of May 2021, hopefully the last of these shows that we ever have to do. And um, Martin, a rather torturous season ended uh, in the manner which um, I think most of us expected it to go, but uh, two very different halves of football to get really frustrated in two different ways. Uh, nice of them. It was, yeah. I mean, you always you always hope for hope for getting something, but yeah, two just halves where you know that first one just so many mistakes, um, so much just carelessness with it, with the with the ball as well. Um, and you you compare that to the second half where they did try to do, I thought they were they were trying to do the right things you know they were trying to get the ball up the, the ball up the park a bit quicker we had you know we were had a bit little bit more possession than them for a spell but wasteful in front of goal um, which is something that we've we've kind of been moaning about in every single debrief we've done this season just um, wasteful not not really not taking. Chances that are guilt edge chances, particularly the Hornby and Ferguson ones. You know, we have they have to be getting those, and unsurprisingly, they we get punished for them. I mean, you you almost saw it coming when they put on Defoe for that fourth one as well. And um, just when you've when you've missed so many chances, you don't find that they're going to come and score again. Yeah, the third and fourth, both uh, an example strikers who are informed, confident, and um, know what they're doing really. Um, but before we come back to um, the change of shape, really, which I think was a catalyst for a lot of this sort of better stuff in the second half. Um, the first half really was, it was so passive. It was just, it was like watching many an Aberdeen performance down in Glasgow in the last few years, except with added errors that players simply weren't making as frequently as they are now. Now, I think in Joe Lewis's case, I think it's, it's clear that his head's not been right this season. Um, you know, we're used to Joe... Probably earning us eight to ten points per season this year. It's probably it's been the opposite, really. His head looks like it's in a hundred different places, which I suppose is understandable in this of all years because my head's in a hundred different places, as I'm sure yours is too. Um, what you have to hope is that come next season we get back to the standard that we seem to have in his first four seasons, and, and and that's the point really. When you compare the two keepers on our books, you've got a guy who who has given us four years of, of course, he's he's made makes the odd mistake goalkeepers do that's what happens so you've got a guy who's but ultimately over four years he had a very high standard that he set himself you know versus somebody who's coming and even in his first few games has looked a bit unsure of himself um made mistakes not kept out efforts that he should have done all that said um it, it's a howler an absolute howler and it, it goes quickly right Everything looks worse when it's slowed down. It goes quickly. But the fact is, if he hadn't thrown out his, his arm in an attempt to do something, you know, to try and influence it in some way, because he was he, he's just not sure of what was about to happen. He felt that he had to do something to try and influence the, the direction of that ball. But if he'd done nothing, if he'd been more assured, more on top of his game, he would have known that he, that would just have gone wide. It would have flown wide. It would have been a very near thing. But it would have gone wide. So it's just again, it comes down to his where his head's at right now. And I think the added complications of captaincy we've spoken about before about how you know I don't think it's that big a deal who is captain, but I think the the, the captaincy can weigh heavily on your shoulders if your game's not in the right place anyway. I think it can just be an added complication. 
Head to head, ultimately, I'm picking Joe Lewis over Gary Woods every day, even if you have concerns over Joe Lewis's uh, distribution. As again, we saw a, a glaring example of that again today when he, he passed it to McKenzie and he, he pretty much gave away a corner. Yeah. Um, in essence, I'm saying it's a question of form versus versus class here. Yeah, look, I'm the same. You know, I mean, you know, four minutes into the game, you know, I, I said before the game that I think Luce is a better keeper than Woods. And so, of course, you know, um, <laughs> I, ma- I made myself look like a complete arse. Uh, by saying that, but I still I still stand by that. You know, an on form an on form Joe Lewis is better than him. No, um, you know I'm not gonna I'm not, and I was I'm not gonna start falling out with people for having different opinions. The simple fact is, you know, three four days ago, you know, the season was ended by a mistake from from Gary Woods. You know, I'll, I'll, you know we, we were still in with a chance of finishing third until it was a mistake from him. So we've got two keepers at the moment that are you know are capable of making making mistakes. I still think Joe is a better one. I think that if he's first choice next season, which I hope he is. He will go back and he'll win us more points than um, he will cost us. And you're absolutely you're absolutely right there. I mean, you know, he's, he is a he is a good keeper. Um, I think you know we have mentioned before about the captaincy thing. Um, I, no, I don't think it's that important either. But I think when you've got a you know we're we're, we're a lot of young players now in the squad. And I think you know bringing in dare I say it Brown and Gallagher. You know, having guys who are captains at other clubs, guys who will have a bit of leadership about them, that would that would potentially help Lewis. I mean, I don't think he'll be captain next season, to be honest. Um, would will it be wrong there? Um, but I think just you know, he he is capable of getting back to where he was because he's been excellent for us. Uh, this season has been, you know, the fact that you know somebody who is in prior seasons has been excellent has had an absolute nightmare of a season. Basically, sums up our season in a in a, in a nutshell, doesn't it? In a lot of ways, yeah, uh, absolutely. And uh, but again, looking at that first half tactically, what we what we got wrong, and it, it's a mistake we've made before going down there. I mean, everybody knows the way that the home side are going to play against us. They're going to attack down the flanks. They're going to use their fullbacks as key attacking weapons. So today, our fullbacks, particularly Mackenzie, were hung out, hung out to dry, and that's partly because of their own inexperience, their own limitations as well, no question. Um, McLaren at fullback is, a, I, I hope, a, a born out of necessity rather than a, a genuine belief that he can excel there, to be perfectly honest, because to me, I'm getting large vibes of uh, Craig Brown telling everybody that Josh McInnes was, uh, was going to be um, the standout right back uh, in his future. But, you know, Hedges and Camberry in that first half, and I know this is partly about how they wanted Hedges and Camberry to support uh, Hendry up, up top, but they gave them no support whatsoever when um, we didn't have the ball. It's all very well Hedges and Camberry being forward, breaking forward when we have the ball, but in transition and without the ball, it, they had to work harder, both of them. And Camberry in particular just did not want to be there. No. I mean, look. The substitution at halftime was obvious. There was no way that when they went off after forty-five, there was absolutely no way Camberry was coming back out because he didn't offer them any help. And at halftime, if we're being totally honest, the game was gone um, because you know, we're two 0 down, and you know, we had a boy on there who, while looking, while look, it's great looking busy up front, but when you need you need help, uh, especially with two two guys. Well, one's an inexperienced left back, and the other one isn't a right back. They need help from them. Um, so I think it was it was the most, most obvious thing in the world that Camberry wasn't going to come back out for the second half. Just you know, 
you know, I know he's got ability. I know all that, but just you no, know, it, it was just laziness to be honest. Um, not not good enough from him. Um, I was really disappointed in him. And then start the second half is is I suppose um, where we need to devote a little bit of time to because we were positive. We were in the front foot. Ryan Hedges was getting a lot of joy um, breaking between the lines, and um, Fraser Hornby actually did okay as a sort of a guy to lead the line. But you know, first off, he he misses a tremendous opportunity. Um, it's really good movement actually to lose a centre half marker and uh, get three at the back of the box. And the ball does come across quickly, and he is on the stretch, but he's there, and he should definitely be guiding that home. Then I have no idea what Lewis Ferguson's up to a few minutes later. I mean, that's incredible. I, I still don't think we're getting anything out of the game if we get back to 2-1. But just, you know, the belief that we might have got and we might have had to bolster what had been a positive start to that second half, just two, particularly Ferguson's, incredible misses at a ground where... Chances for opposition teams have been really hard to come by this year. Yeah, well, look, um, because it's the last debrief ever, hopefully, um, I'm going to give you the laziest trope ever. Uh, is that <laughs> if you're if you're going down if you're going down Ibrox, right, and you're going to play, particularly like in the first half we did, where you're going to try and play on the counter, you have to take those chances. I just I can't understand how that like how the fuck does he miss that? Like just. No, and I, I, this is the, the Ferguson one. I mean, the, the, the Hornby one, you know, yeah, he's on the stretch, so I, I can maybe, maybe just give him a bit of an excuse for it. But the Ferguson one, it's, you know, he should. That, there's no excuse for ever missing that. You know, you got to get it on target. You got to get it in. Um, just, just unbelievable. And yeah, we're probably no, where we're gonna, you know, where we're gonna get out in the, in the game. I doubt it, but. You, you know, if you're going to play the way we were, you've got to give yourself that chance, and we just we just didn't. You've got to, you've got to be do you've got to do better. I know it's easy. I know it's easy for people like us to come on podcasts and our our guys that write in blogs to say, oh, they've got to do better. But we're right in this situation. You have to be doing better when you're in a position like that. Well, what about that second half? Because again, the other thing about the second half wasn't just the chances we created, but the goals we lost in that second half were both as a result of trying to play our way out from the back and trying to do the right thing, are we going to be able to assemble a squad capable of playing the, the way the manager hopes to? And you can clearly see what he is trying to do. I think it's, diff- it's going to be difficult to put together in Scotland on a limited budget anyway. Um, and my worry continues to be not so much the, the sort of personnel involved this year, because that will change hugely by the time we're back here in July, August. It's more about almost a lack of pragmatism from the manager. We've come from a situation where we had an overly pragmatic manager. This one, I think having beliefs about how you want to play is is brilliant, but what happens when you run into a roadblock and what happens if you run into a team who are who are better at pressing and just better at most aspects of the ball than you? Do you remain wedded to that or are you pragmatic enough to change things up to to get results. Well, he's going to have to be. I mean, the what? How many games? Is he, how many games have been in charge for? Eight, nine games, whatever it is that he's actually been been in charge of the squad. He's going to have. He's going to have to be pragmatic enough. It's simple as that. He's going to be. You know, if the, the style of football that we believe he wants to play, um, you know, is going to will get will get found out against good sides. Um, per, no, like particularly the Rangers side today. Um, I, I've no, I've, I've no doubt that probably Celtic will improve next season and get get back to some sort of 
some sort of decent level. Um, so like the, the the better sides will take advantage of you. So he has he has to be able to change, and it is nice that he's no he's wanting to to install a different style of football. And you know we've seen obviously about the the process and all these things that Dave Cormack spoke about about wanting to get back to an, Aber- an Aberdeen side with young players playing attractive football. That's all. That's all well and good, but it needs to. It can't, it can't come at the you know, expense of winning games. Um, and I think that you know, there's a there, there does need to be a huge a huge turnover. I mean, we, we've spoken before about how he's wanted to. You know, he's trying to change it this season and get into the way he wants to be. You know, ahead of next season, and perhaps you no. Know, he's but he's done it by trying to fit square pegs into round holes, um, and it really it really hasn't worked. Um, I, I I don't know if we'll. I don't think he probably. I don't know if he should have gone to the end of the season just trying to kind of trying to muddle on. I don't know, but we've we've kind of we know we've, we can see. And it said after Wednesday, though, there is some green shoots. There is like so. There's some positive stuff that we can see. You know, but um, we're not going to be able to just have this one way of playing that will know overcome everybody because we simply will not be able to recruit good enough players to do that against every single team in the league. You'll you will have to be able to to. To adapt, and that's the worry that comes from having a guy who was the coach of the Atlanta B team, where winning and losing wasn't really that important. It was about developing players. Well, now he's over here with very little experience, if we're being totally honest, and he's and he's and winning is the absolute most important thing. Yeah, it's going to be an interesting debate, and I think one that will frame his management and time because it, because ultimately, I think that was the thing about McInnes is that he was overly pragmatic. He wasn't necessarily wedded to to a particular style or way of playing. And, um, you know, that in time, that, that sort of ground to a halt uh, in quite a dramatic fashion. Whereas now we've got a manager who clearly wants to embed a style of play. And, you know, it's all those all those think pieces, all those blogs, all those idiot podcasters like ourselves who, who said, oh, the problem with Aberdeen is they've got no identifiable style of play. And... I think we're going to have that, but I'm, I'm definitely not sure that we're going to, you know, people are going to rightly look at this league season as a disappointment. And it has been, but, you know, it, there still at least has been a reward from it. We have finished fourth, which is obviously below where we want to finish and we hope to finish higher than even third, which is where we would finish uh, purely on a budget basis. And clearly the, the standard and level of football hasn't been good enough, but, you know, it's Things can career off the rails here quickly. That's 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 my concern. So it's much more about that than the individual personnel and the individual mistakes, because I do think there will be fairly wholesale changes. Anyway, um, that was the debrief. We will be back to do a full end of season show um, at some point next week. But until then, keep the faith. And uh, come on, you Reds.